Welcome back, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be covering the topic of communication and how more conscious interactions can help change the way that we approach problems and one another. In my opinion, I believe that there's a crisis that currently far surpasses the urgency of all others. It's one that lies at the heart of issues as extreme as climate change, as divisive as war, and as sensitive as human rights. And that's communication. In an age of social media, we're finding ourselves further and further disconnected from one another, and with that, a disconnection from the power of our words and their consequences. So in today's episode, I'd like to discuss how we can embrace one another's unique experiences and perspectives to build healthier conversations, which we can use to change the world together. Now, there's a couple sources that I've used to, to make this podcast. Uh, the first is a podcast featuring Ed Milet and Chuck Weisner, along with his book, The Art of Conscious Conversations, Transforming How We Talk, Listen, and Interact. There's also a few podcasts featuring Jordan Peterson and a book by Tim Ferriss named Tools of Titans. Now, before we get to the actionable methods that we can use to foster more empathetic and frankly more useful conversation, I want to touch on something that I brought up last episode. And that is that we've been programmed into thinking saying, I don't know is a bad thing. You know, from our time in school, we're rewarded for being the first to raise our hand when asked a question without offering the time to truly listen to what's being said. And this sets the dangerous precedent where we're already responding or casting judgment on other people and what's being said before we're even ready. It says, I'm not really listening to you. And when we don't even allow the other person the decency of our attention, we can never hope to establish the common ground necessary to have productive, difficult conversations that can end up benefiting both parties. You know, we can say that when our brain is consumed with coming up with the perfect response or the witty comeback or, you know, whatever, we don't even have the mental real estate to fully comprehend what the other person is saying. And this all circles back to being driven by our egos, which in this scenario is trading the opportunity to learn something new or hear a different perspective in favor for trying to make us look smarter. So the first step to better conversations is humility. And this is perfectly represented in Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life, where he states that we have to assume that the person we're listening to knows something that we don't. You know, both parties have to start by defining a foundation of truth, common ground that we can both agree upon before we even engage in the issue in hand. And the best way that I have found to do this is, and this can be done in any personal setting, you know, whether it be family or friends or disagreements in business or any context that involves differing opinions, is by outright asking what led to this opinion? You know, what is your story? Because I believe that any opinion worth listening to has more depth than may initially come off. And questions can be used to bring that story to light. We have to fall in love with asking questions again and being so, instead of being so afraid of sounding dumb. Literally ask, what do you hope to get out of this conversation? How are you evaluating whether we achieve that desired outcome? And how are you even evaluating your own opinion? As a side note, many people's opinions are formed without much thought. They're typically instilled through their surroundings or passed down from their family, and asking questions can help those people justify why they hold those opinions in the first place. So as an actionable item, we have to ask ourselves, can I truly ask questions to another without casting judgment on them? But understandable, sometimes judgment is inevitable. You can literally find yourself asking yourself, how could someone possibly believe this? They're crazy. And this leads back to that metaphorical hand raising before they're even done speaking. So another actionable item on this is try 
reminding yourself that people will not change if you're attacking them. They're going to resort to a defensive state where they will not even be willing to listen to anything anymore. And we also have to remind ourselves that we cannot force someone to be better. They have to be ready and willing and receptive to do so themselves. So this transitions into how a lot of conflict can stem from our own personal triggers. And this is something that we need to be able to identify before they take a hold of, the, before they take a hold of us. And when we can identify these triggers, they typically start to lose power over us. Many times we embody the, own, the stories that we've convinced ourselves and sometimes conflict and judgment come from a place of not wanting to have our own minds changed. So as a defense mechanism, we project anger to block out what the other person is saying. But on the flip side, everybody has experienced this. Isn't it just amazing when you're having a conversation with someone? And although it's a very serious conversation, which may have very real implications, like a disagreement with a partner, for example, you're able to put your emotions aside and just talk about the issue at hand. There is truly nothing that can't be solved without proper communication, and I have never felt more heard in those moments. We also have to address the fact that there is typically a power dynamic at play too, one that can very easily prevent proper collaboration. And I want to side note by saying one of the most grateful things that I've, I've, I'm grateful for is how my parents treated me growing up. They made me feel like an equal and that my opinion mattered and was taken into consideration. And this translates to academic or professional settings. If you're ever leading a team, this is incredibly relevant to fostering cooperation between team members. Instead of simply giving a direction, we can pose a question which allows other people to provide an input and makes them feel heard and considered. We all have different perspectives, so let's get smarter together. And all of my best experiences following a leader, whether it's, be, it's been a professor or a boss or anything, have all stemmed from the leader admitting that they don't have all of the answers. And this to me is the sign of a great leader and something that I hope to become in the future. There's always more to learn from a situation. And by pretending to know all the answers, we close ourselves off from the chance to grow more. Now, this can further extend into how we interact with new team members or I'm envisioning, let's say, a new hire of, a, of my future company, and it's how we define the standards that we expect these new people to uphold. If you tell someone to do something, and to them it's done, but we ask ourselves, how could they possibly think that they've done a good job? We have to stop and ask ourselves, do they have access to all the same information that we had to complete the job? Did they even know what was exactly expected of them? then this can dictate how to respond. And this is crucial because if we're responding in a punishing way, we are closing ourselves off from that communication and that dialogue, which offers the chance of improvement. And when in this power dynamic, we also have to be aware of body language and authenticity. Conversations drastically improve when people feel like you genuinely want to listen to them. And I know that I am very open and feel far more heard when I can see that people are being receptive. And our bodies don't lie. We might be trying not to show that we don't agree with someone's opinion, but if in our heads we're criticizing them, then our body language, our eyes, our mannerisms are all broadcasting that you're closed off in that conversation. Now, this feeds into something that I have been struggling with and been trying to work on, which is nudging. And by that, I mean saying like, uh-huh, or right, or got it, or yeah. And what this is really telling the other person is that I'm impatient. I'm waiting for them to wrap it up so I can say what I want instead. And this is something that I'm trying to minimize because it's such a bad habit. I would never want someone to feel like I'm bored of what they have to say and that I want them to hurry up. In summary, I hope the main takeaways from today's episode can be the following. One, 
fall in love with asking questions again. They're the most powerful tool that we can use to bridge the gap between one another. Everybody wants to be felt and understood and felt heard. And I think this is a super fun technique because it can just feel like you're interviewing everybody. Two, learn to listen deeply and thoughtfully. Allow yourself the mental real estate to comprehend what the other person is saying. It will prevent unnecessary misunderstandings and can help establish common ground. Number three, accept that people need to be receptive of the information we want to convey. If they aren't, then it might be best to avoid the conversation for now. And similarly, be open and receptive of the opinions of others. There's always something new to learn. Number four, establish standards and how they're going to be evaluated when being held to others. And five, be mindful of our own triggers and body language. No matter how hard we may try, our bodies always speak louder than we ever can. So guys, I hope today's episode was able to shine a light on some of the methods that we can use to help foster a more productive and positive discussion, which can help us tackle even the most intimidating problems facing the world. We truly do hold the power to change the world for the better. We just need to be able to work and work together with love and understanding to do so. So thank you very much, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like, follow, share, the whole shebang. Thank you guys again, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.